made by Autumn Rose. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Jenny Jam. Thank you for joining Fret Sisters Presents Between Frets, a space where female musicians who played string instruments meet and discuss all things music. Today, we have another Fret Tea Talk. We have Sean, Shorny, Sean Marshall. Yay! And, and Nicole Rose. What's good, everybody? Yeah, and me, Jenny Jam. Um, woo-hoo. Woo-hoo. And today, we. Are... <laughs> I know, we're so happy. <laughs> Um, today we are going to discuss overcoming industry shenanigans.、Oh, okay,、wow. so what does that mean? <laughs> anybody? Can anybody explain? I mean, there's there's a few.、Um, what we want really want to kind of discuss with the shenanigans is situations in a musician where you have to deal with unprofessional musicians,、um, co- really just the workplace. Is that? Pretty much what we're what it kind of is, guys. Yeah, I think it can apply to any any workplace <laughs> job. If you've ever had any kind of nine to five or even a, a two to four, you you probably dealt with some of these、uh, situations that we're going to speak on today. Yeah, definitely. So this this came about because you know we we've always been discussing like our our time at gigs or at a job working with artists and stuff and we just felt like this is something we're sure that everybody goes through. So th- the first question is、um, we're going to be talking about musicians that try to blackball other musicians. Thing to discuss on that one. We actually kind of. <laughs> I mean, I have experienced something like that. I mean, not with us, but like we kind of like saw some social media, right? We, we saw some social yes, media recently, happening recently. Yeah, recently <laughs> we recently saw some social media、yeah. where that was happening. You know, that kind of stuff gets really crazy. I think.、Um, I know, actually, from the past, we heard a friend of ours. Um, was just moved into a new city, and she was like, "I'm、oh, gonna meet this other musician." We didn't say no names, and found out they were in the same audition, and yeah, same audition, and found that the other musician was、um, was telling the leader not to hire her.、Oh, wow, that's wow. bad. It was like. It's kind of like someone was trying to block an opportunity, especially when they just move into a new city and they're trying to get, you know, the feel of the environment. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I had something similar happening to me personally.、Um, I moved from Ohio back home to Georgia a couple of years ago, and before I moved back, I had correspondence, you know, online with certain musicians that are locally in Atlanta. They were telling me, you know, when you move down, let's link up. You know, I can hook you up with some people. This, that, and the third. And then when I got here, the person or the persons didn't like a friend that I hung out with. And they were like, "Okay, well, you talked to this person, so obviously I can't trust you." It's like we've never met. I don't know what kind of relationship you have with this person, but I've never had any one-on-one communication with you. And they were like, no, no, no. You know, I know how this person is. And when it came down to it, it really wasn't about、uh, they had a bad interaction. It's just that this person was a better player than this person. They were jealous, so they're spreading rumors about a person just because they play better. That kind of petty stuff. Like, oh my goodness, is this what I'm walking into? <laughs>、mm. Crazy. Yeah. That is terrible. <laughs> yeah. 
gosh. So, I mean, like, what did you do? Did you, like, how did you, um, you know, handle that? Like, going uh, forward, because you're moving down there, so you kind of know these guys. Yeah, I mean, the person that I had, you know, the friendship with, um, I told them, um, I saw the person, I was like, for some reason, they kind of just mean mug me, and what happened? And they were like, who is it? And I told them the person's name, they're like, oh, um, they don't like me. I'm like, mm-hmm. is there a reason? Did you not go to a gig? Did you have a falling out? No, we've never worked together before. I'm like, so what's the issue? Uh, well, I've had to teach this person, you know, they. I went to one of their um, events or something and they were struggling with something. I tried to like, uh, you know, help them out. And the person got to say, I don't need your help. Who are you to try to teach me anything? And that's how it started. Mm. And so I'm like, okay, well, I'm new to the whole music thing. I'm new in this. It just seems like off the bat, it's very high school automatically back. I, I reverted back, you know, 20 years. I'm like, okay, how should mm-hmm. I handle this? Okay, I'm not going to stop talking to my friend because that's a friend, but I don't want this friend to interfere with any future gigs I may have. I don't know if this attitude, this, you know, perception is with more than one person. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, yeah. Yeah, go on. I mean, because my friend could be telling me one thing, but very well, this friend could be an issue. You know what I mean? Because this still is a new relationship I'm building with this person. How do I handle mm-hmm. this? Okay, I'm just going to back away. I'm going to, you know, every time I see this person who says, you know, they can't work with me because this is my friend, I'm still going to be nice to them. Every time I see them, it's not going to be an issue. So the last time I saw them, they walked up to me, said, hey, how you doing? I'm like, hey. They was like, you know what? We should get together. And I'm thinking like, okay. So I think that sort of switched it up because I didn't change who I was. Even mm-hmm. though they didn't like the friend, I'm still going to be the person that I am. And when I see them, I say hi. I'm a smile. And I think that kind of went over to, okay, she might be okay. So I think when in these kind of instances, if something comes up, you still got to be yourself and show them your character. You know what I mean? I totally agree with that because I've had a few instances, um, you know, personally that happened to me um, throughout playing and stuff. The first one was a long time ago. I mean, this is one of a few, but, but this one in particular, when you talked about your attitude afterwards, um, you know, I was I wasn't really a great player back then. I mean, we all say that, but um, I was playing with a friend of mine. We we just like jammed together, and then like somebody wanted to like start this jazz kind of group or something like that. And I wasn't really at that time. It was a long time ago where I wasn't. How do you say? I wasn't such a great player that I was still learning. I was still in my learning phase. Mm-hmm. So, um, but I just went along with it, and I'm like, oh gosh, you know, can I really do this? But I just went along with it. And the person I was with, she was really really good she was a drummer and a singer um very very good and um so they they were like okay yeah let's all get together so we all got together but I totally like did not do well not not that you know they were saying anything but I just knew myself that I just it was just a little bit over my head so um so what they did was they started a group and they didn't want me in it right (laughs) so so when I heard that I was just like okay that's fine so I was cool with that you know I didn't really do anything but we didn't talk for like three or four years we uh we connected again um after a few years and when she talked to me she thought that I was going to be mentioning what happened when the band didn't want, when the rest of the members didn't want me in the group. And I was just like, you know, that's not a big deal to me. Like, like, why would I even worry about that? Because that, inside I felt like I really wasn't, 
up to par in what they wanted to do. So I was cool with it. You know, it hurts a little bit, but you know, you, you're cool with it. But I just, I just kept him. I just kept the same person I was. She was really like, like surprised of that. And we actually did stuff afterwards. You know, like big things. So I guess it's it's just your attitude. You know, when you have to deal with musicians that try to shade you or try to just try to do anything, it's just like you just got to be above that. And like you said, Nicole, you said high school. That is so. It is so true when it comes to high school because just real quick with、um, with this one group that I was with, they had a lot of turnover. So when a lot of musicians would quit, they would go ahead and spin stories about them and put that stuff on social media, like seriously. And、um, so when I quit, because the environment was so bad, and this is where this totally falls under the shenanigans. This overcoming industry shenanigans, where I was in a situation where the band was just, you know, real bad, like ugly, and musicians and the 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 organization and stuff. But when I quit, I made sure that I knew what they were going to do and start spinning stories. So I just went on social media, said something real nice, you know, use God and everything, like you know, <laughs>、oh、I'm, um, well, you know, I mean, I'm not like lying about God, but <laughs> but but I would be like, you know. Basically, this is what I'm doing. This is my walk, you know. And I'm leaving because of the shenanigans, really. You know, that's basically how I worded it. But that, you know, but this is something where I just felt like, as a musician, I can't be in that environment. I got to move forward and find something better. And so, with that, it just kind of shut down whatever they were going to try to do. And then, because I didn't blast them, they they had more respect for me. If there was something, you know, wherever that they felt like that I was like being a real bitch or something, I would be like, I don't care because they they do nothing for me. They had a bad reputation anyway, so I was like, I don't really care. People people are like applauding that I did that move, you know. Oh wow! So, really yeah, it was super、yeah. bad. It was really bad. So, but you know, I mean. They're still doing their stuff, which is great. You know, I don't really care. You know, I'm. I don't want to be part of it. Do you、so. know they still have that reputation, or has it changed over the years? As far as I know, from what I hear, they still have the reputation. Yes,、oh、but you know they're still doing it, so that's great on them. At least you walked out yes, with dignity. See, and that's how you have to do it. Yep. But you know, I mean, that that goes on to the next questions about. Or the next topic, which would be unprepared musicians, because of course, in that situation that I was in, there was a lot of that, and it reflected on the whole band because the band would get hired to play behind artists, and then you had like one or two people, really just one, because she was a lush. Oh my! That I know. <laughs> Look, I'm like bad. I'm not bad mouthing. I'm just telling truth. <laughs> But they wouldn't have their stuff together. And when you're learning stuff for an artist, you got to have your. You got to be sounding like the record. How do you all feel about like the unprepared musicians, or I guess like in relation to what you would do? I have an instance of my own. It was me who was unprepared. Is that okay to share? <laughs> I guess. Go ahead. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I mean, just gotta be honest. Sometimes, sometimes it's you that's the fall guy. You know, sometimes it's you that's you know in the wrong. And、um, there was this、uh, particular gig. It's like, oh, you want to go on this? It's like, I don't know. It's last minute.、Um, this and the third. Well, it's fine. It's easy. You can learn it. So fine. I learned, you know, the music. And I said, okay. I told the person, is it okay if I just come sit in 
and just, you know, soak everything in. Sure, sure, sure. So I get there. That's not the case. Oh, yeah, here's your aunt. Here's your, here's your, Mike, Mike. I got to see, Lord, geez, I didn't know about the boat. What? Okay. <laughs> so here's your mic. Oh, here's wow. This, here's the guy. <laughs> So I'm sitting there like gobsmacked. Like, I'm just like, oh my goodness. My, I'm like starting to have anxiety. Oh my goodness, oh my goodness, oh my goodness. It's like, I'm just supposed to sit here. I don't know what they told you, but um, I'm just, <laughs> so I'm trying to, I'm just, I'm just to sit here, you know, play around and get, like, no, 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 you're here. You got to play. You got to do this. It's like, and it's not that like I wasn't prepared. Um, I was prepared mentally for it. You know, I, yeah. I knew the music and I knew this and the third, but it's like, you have to be prepared on in all levels and all aspects. So as far as the music, I had that. But I didn't go in there thinking, okay, you have to play. That's the thing for a musician. You have to be ready to play at all times. You don't know where it comes. You don't know you might have to be called up to play. And in that instance, I just wasn't mentally prepared for it. And uh, consequently, I didn't get that gig because I wasn't mentally prepared for it. And that's how, that was on me. So that's my experience. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you, that, that's the thing is, you know, getting... Um, getting thrown in that spot, you know. Yeah. Have yeah, you ever but, dealt with that, Sean? Well, I'm gonna say, like, um, in the past, um, I think when my father was um, leading the band, um, it was a little rushed because we didn't really have a big, you know, have at least a set done. We was rushing just putting songs out there, and plus, um, not everybody, mostly the singers, they weren't really like prepare wise when it comes to vocals and harmony and learning their lyrics and I'm like okay y'all supposed to know when we get our cues even though we practice our own songs and stuff in our own time but like that time we were at rehearsal is just that we couldn't get anything done because the singers don't know their parts I'm prepared so that like it was kind of yeah it was it was it was very it was frustrating it was very frustrating we couldn't like, okay, how are we going to do this on this gig? And y'all don't know y'all parts. Mm -hmm. And I had to, like, come in and help out learning their parts. Because some of them don't, not, don't know, how, know how to harmonize. And I had to give them that part. And I technically ain't supposed to be singing. Wow. <laughs> I'm just, like, busy just busy playing guitar. I'm sitting here getting your parts. I just, like, I just, like, that was, like, kind of irritating. Like, y'all, everybody, like, when it comes to being a musician, you're supposed to make sure you have everything learning your parts before you actually go to an actual rehearsal. We're just going to do a run-through of the set, not going back over and over and over again and waste a lot of time, especially if you're in a venue that you have to pay per hour. Definitely. So that's that's what, kind of like my advice. I know, um, <laughs> I know a lot of musicians, or at least I see it on Facebook a lot, where they... Um, you know they preach that learn your music um what before you get to rehearsal because rehearsal is not to learn music it's yeah. to run over the stuff and it's more efficient like that because i even know like some unprepared musicians that are like real rude about it you know when they get when they get called out they start getting defensive or rude about it. And it's just like, hey, it's um, you're not ready. <laughs> you're not prepared. So you shouldn't be getting pissed off. And that is, I mean, you're, you're totally right. I mean, going back going back to the story, you know, that happened with me, they very well could have been rude and, you know, said this in the third house, you're going to come here and not play or be, I was like, even though I was told I could sit, that's still not the point. You should still be mentally, just be there to be present 100%. And luckily, um, the 
band leader was like, she uh, texted me and pulled me to the side. I was like, listen, uh, you're just not ready right now for this. I need just now, just need you to go get your head in the game. And next time you're going to be ready. And she like pumped me up. She gave me that encouragement. She was like, you happens to all of us. Everybody may have mentally. Some people might not be prepared. Some people might not be there. Something might come up. This, this time, you know, the next time, have your full head in the game. Next time we got you. So if that was like a positive, she could, it couldn't went any way. But I know she pumped me up and okay. Cause you know, that comes down to it too. You even though you aren't could be the issue in the band or the issue at that moment in time, it also helps to have somebody on your side say, Okay, I've been there, I know what's up. It's okay. Next time you got it. You know what I mean? That's also a good thing to have. I guess this would happen like even in a manager situation, you know, being of that at that level or being like I guess in the manager or MD spot, being able to to not discourage, you know, somebody who probably isn't ready, but more encouraging and saying, you know, hey, like like pretty much telling them like the real, but giving them the encouragement not to give yeah. up, which I think is is nice. But yeah, there's there's a lot of, um, I mean, just situations that I've been through where there's just been rude co even even in even at work even like at, in a workplace dealing with rude co-workers where it's like man oh like there's always somebody in any situation where it's just like you just you just like wish that they weren't around <laughs> like do i have to go to work and deal with this person <laughs> and then they end up getting fired <laughs> right right and then the boss may get fired like oh no like, what happened Oh, they weren't doing yep. their work. They just watched yours. They weren't doing theirs. Oh, how did that work out? <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I was um, when I when I had a full time job as a designer um, back back before I did like freelance and stuff. Um, there was this one guy who we hired to do motion graphics, and he had like, according to his resume and his portfolio, he was doing like three D stuff and. He really like fooled us, <laughs> and oh, wow. and um, so we hired him, and uh, we noticed. I think it, it, we he wasn't that busy, or we didn't have a job for him right away. So we kind of gave him like some Photoshop work, and he took forever for that. And that was like the beginning of stuff. So we're all like kind of like talking and like, okay, this guy's taking forever on that. Like he shouldn't be. And then we actually gave him a job where it was like, it was for. Is she on a bicycle? I don't know. It sounded like wind. <laughs> um, anyways, um, we actually um, gave him a job where it was like it was for a um, a cosmetic thing for an Australian company, and um, and so it was 3D work, and so we we like gave that job to him, and he never got it done. He didn't even get the get the deadline done. And um, and my the owner of the company had to take over, and you know just kind of do what he could to get something out, you know for at least to show the client. And so after that, yeah, he got fired. Mm. I mean, pretty much like because I was like in charge of him, and I like pushed him, and I would be like, you know, what's going on? What's going on? And I kind of like kind of had to like talk to the owner because it was a small company at first and I had to talk to the owner and be like, look, something's going on. He's not listening to me. He's really hard to work with. Like I tried all my tactics, being nice to him, being supportive and then being a bitch, you know, 
and um and so yeah he got fired but um but that's that's what happens you know you try to you try to like if somebody's like that you try to you try to learn from that and not be like them <laughs> you know Sad bar. Do not lie on your resume. We'll catch up to you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? What is good, everybody? This is Sean Shorty Sean Marshall from Fret Sisters. Make sure you hit that follow button here on Anchor so you will get notified when our newest episode will be premiered. I mean, I think we already touched on this with the next topic would be unprofessional musicians. And that's pay, the lateness. Sometimes when there's one unprofessional musician, it reflects on all of us. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. um, usually it's not the case if like you're just hired as an individual. So like if you're going into a to a job where you were hired separately and not as a band, then you can pretty much be like, oh, that I'm cool, you know, if you're not like that. But when you're in a band situation and you get hired from the artist and then you got one person being unprofessional and being late, that's not good. <laughs> so what do you do there? That's kind of like a hard situation because some people might be parents and, you know, life happens. We never know what's going to happen with that. Um, lateness. Well, especially if you're in the area that's deals with a lot of traffic, please leave like about an hour or two hours early if you know that it's going to be bad traffic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, when it when it comes to um, or at least keep them updated. Like if it's really something that's out of your control, like as far as traffic, because you know traffic is always something. There's like an accident that just happens. At least like hey, text your MD saying I'm coming, I'm coming. There's this really bad accident type thing, whatever. Kind of be responsible for your stuff. The unprofessional musician thing, it kind of makes me think of one of our interviewees with Tasia when she talked about how she got hired for Janelle Monae. And it was through through a church thing where she met, I guess, the MD or the guy at church once. And somebody spotted her on that and wanted to like get in touch with her for that gig and she said that it was just at one time that she was at that church service to play if she had been had a bad attitude or didn't learn her music or was unprepared then she wouldn't have gotten the gig because of that one instance so even if you're in a band as long as you're prepared and even though that one musician may reflect on the band there might be that one person that'd be like, well, she was the one that was more professional out of all of them. I mean, it still comes down to character. I mean, if you're in the band and that band is not professional, has the attitude, not courteous to other members and just people in general. And if the an individual sees you and you're like that as well, of course, that's not going to bring future gates for you individually. I think mm-hmm. whoever you are as a person, it has to reflect that all the time. Because I've heard stories of people who have been in oh. bands aren't good. And when you get them alone, it's like, listen, I heard you play. I heard good things about you. I had this gig for you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it just comes down to in any gig, whether you're playing with a gig that has issues or you're playing with a great gig or a big top artist, even the top artist can be um, a bad person on outside the stage. You know, you still have to always be you and be that courteous, conscientious person that 
uh, gravitate people towards you to get future gigs in the future. That's so true. But yeah, I totally, I mean, totally agree with, um, you know, with what you said. How do you say? Uh, Don't be corrupted by what's around you. Yes, that's it. That's it. <laughs> Don't be corrupted. Just because they're getting away with it doesn't mean that you should, you should, because they're not going to get the job later on. Or when they come back and they're like, yeah, I want to, I want to hire the group again. They might say, I don't want that drummer, which I think exactly. has happened yeah. one time, or I don't want the keyboard player or whatever. Yeah. So, um, yeah. but this one's a good one. Um, how can you tell if a musician is acting shady? Ooh. Oh man. <laughs> oh, man, I'm telling you right now, for some reason I can read people. I don't know yeah. what it is. I think a lot of people can, but I just feel like I have a gift that I'm, and I'm glad that I have it, that I'm able to read people when I meet them because there's something like if they're acting a certain way or just I don't know the aura if I'm not feeling that aura <laughs> then then I'm like something's going on and I'm usually right so um I don't know what what are some tips because I can just say aura <laughs> and spirit you know but but I know that that's not really the case <laughs> Um, I probably might gotta use this on my experience because this has happened Ooh. recently. This happened recently. I was in a new group and we was um, preparing for an upcoming gig. Now, in my senses, and sometimes my anxiety do be tripping, but some of my anxiety shows me that I'm right. Um, we didn't have at least oh, one set list. And I was like, okay, we had this gig. We're doing it for three hours. Okay. We don't even have a set list. It's stupid. And, and you're rushing in just picking any song. You didn't even have any transitions or anything that would lead to what song next. Then, okay, and also we was looking for a, a new singer in the group too. So I was like, okay, came in rehearsal, met, uh, met the new singer. Oh, she sings nice. She's very nice and talented. And I can tell in my senses, I was like, okay. I feel like I might be getting kicked out and be replaced by that bitch, even though she doesn't know how to play guitar and she's just a singer. And I found out about it, like, okay, we had this group chat and stuff like that. I was removed from the group Ooh. chat. And then, and then I I talked to um, the leader and I was like, okay, I'm not in, in the group chat, blah, blah, blah. And then she sent me this long behind text of long maybe two, three paragraphs text and tell and something like, oh, I don't think it's out with you because it's on a rush. I knew, I was like, I knew I'm being replaced. I, and I knew I was being replaced because I knew, I knew what was going down at the last rehearsal I was in. I was like, okay, I never miss a rehearsal. I always practice my work, even though I've been told not to play guitar and just focus on vocals. Okay, then I can try and focus on vocals. And then they add the choreography involved. I'm like, okay, we don't even have a set list. We can't do any choreography unless we actually have a set list. Mm -hmm. It was really shady at first. I'm like, okay, you just drop a better player off the group just because of everything that's not been prepared. I was a little frustrated myself about we've been working in since September and recently, like I think January, February, around that time, that's when I'm like, okay, I was there when we in the beginning and I'm being kicked off on something that I haven't done. It was, it, I knew it was something, it was, it was a shady move. It was very shady because I can tell what happened from last mm -hmm. practice. 
I mean, you think about that and you're like, well, maybe it's a good thing. I mean, everybody always says it's probably a good thing that it happened just because you're dealing with shady people, <laughs> you know? Do you want to be yeah. in that environment? And what are they, are they doing anything well, now? Are they touring? They're not touring. They just did like this gig at the same place and they haven't really like gigging like that. Most people have been gigging separate with different from the group, not within the group. It was like different solo groups and stuff. And I think I said, thank God I left because I really need to have something that I haven't even finished yet. And I finally mm -hmm. got that done. Yeah, I feel I feel like if something like that and it happens to you in life in general and you're fired or kicked out or just any bad situation, it's probably the best thing that happened yeah. because it, it's probably going to be a stressful thing anyways. That's how I felt with that one band. I just felt like I wasn't, I didn't look like the same person. I didn't feel like the same person. I wasn't into my craft. It was very much of a headache, very stressful, a lot of tension. People that I don't even want to be with. And feel like you're about to break yeah, down exactly. and cry. And the thing also, but the the positive side was it was I was making a lot of good chump change. You know, I mean, it, I wasn't, I couldn't live off of it, but I was playing a lot. And it was good for, you know, good grocery money, uh, money for shoes and stuff. Like, it was just like that yeah. good extra money that I was always getting that I can use at my leisure. But that didn't matter to me. It's like, just because I can brag about three or four gigs or having six or seven gigs a week, it was like, I wasn't happy. Peace of mind comes first. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. And what you're talking about, I, I have good discernment as well. But what I tend to do is... Um, I ignore it to a certain extent because I want to see who the person really is quicker. Because usually if you call people on it, they go back to that fake persona that they had. So you really, it takes longer to get to the real person. So mm -hmm. I ignore, especially in business, um, I tend to ignore, you know, shady comments or if every time I talk to you, you're gossiping or talking about someone else, another musician. I'm like, okay, well, this is somebody I can't tell anything to, but okay, what's next? Oh, yeah, okay, oh, really? You know, there's some good, you know, okay, I can't talk to you about this. Or if, you know, there's a disagreement, it, it's always been said to me when I was younger and I've heard it, a disagreement is the quickest way to find out how someone really feels about you. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so in these instances, and um, one way I found out someone was kind of being shady, is it goes back to a friend musician and someone I was paying to help me do something. I got on the call, you say, you know, so and such, such and such said this about you. I'm like, who? The one I'm paying to help get to where I need to go? Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, okay, so I already got vibes. I already got a, a vibe about this. And it happened, I don't really know what the weather breakdown happened, but I knew it was going to happen. And, and that's the thing. I stayed in that situation too long where I knew, like, okay, I need to move on. And that's another instance. If you get a vibe or a feeling about something, it's time to move on. It's eventually going to break down. You're just prolonging the breakdown. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? So I went to this person. It's like, okay, yeah, I said this because. And a lot of these situations can be eradicated or alleviated if you just say, listen, um, we're going with someone else. We're going in a different direction. Um, this is going to be your last week. Just say mm -hmm. that. I mean, that is saying time, that is saying hurt feelings, that is saying extra, say extra phone calls. You know what this week of the week said and did to me? That is saying all that. Just say, okay, this will be your last week. We're getting a new drummer. We're getting a new guitarist. We're getting a new singer. I just wish yep. people would be more honest. I mean, 
people things happen jobs sometimes it's a real ball being sometimes i'm not giving you what just say that and we all be happy and leave when i see you on the street you won't have to cross the street thinking i'm mad at you because something that you did you know mm-hmm. i totally feel that um it just reminded me of a situation when i went out on tour with salt and pepper totally similar to what you went through or what you just talked about mm-hmm. where um the people musicians that are acting shady or people around you that are acting shady could be somebody that you respect is right? oh, that's the worst yes that is the worst it totally happened to me where my mentor okay he he was my guitar mentor he pretty much taught me a lot just about playing he was there for me in the beginning when i um first started playing in a go-go band back then back in the day with pleasure and stuff and he uh he taught me a lot like just you know as a musician and everything and so I looked up to him so when we got the gig with Salt and Pepper we took him along with us he totally like did the worst on me like backstabbed me I was really green when I went out on tour and so I was just learning really hard that's when I took funk lessons and all that kind of stuff just to get on point and so there were issues you know there were times being on the road where I had to like fail a little I had to experience failure in in a way but my band members were so supportive of me so so they kept me going but him I'm telling you behind the scenes he was talking about bringing other guitarists to replace me he was working with another guitarist some female guitarist I didn't really know who she was and I don't really know how she played but I know that he was working with her and so I knew she probably was good because he was you know he was that good and um he was trying to get her the gig and get them to fire me behind What? the scenes yes it was terrible and so i kind of like was told that this was happening and um and i was like what and so i just first, i was devastated first of all because this guy i looked up to him and i'm like you you're playing me like that like really you're sitting here smiling in my face and then and now and you're sitting here trying to get me out of the group so after i found out we were um set to go to california to um to play I think Arsenio, right? I was in school. I was putting myself through school when we were when we were home at the time while we were touring and I got a, a part-time job at some lawyer office and when they told us that we were going to California, so I was like, you know what? I can't deal with the stress. I can't deal with people talking behind my back and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So I quit because we were supposed to sign contracts for the next round and I was just I called up the tour manager. I said I'm not doing it. I'm just going to stay home. I'm going to finish school. I'm going to work at this place because I'm making $10 an hour. <laughs> you know? I mean, yeah. it wasn't a lot for me. And um they were like, "What?" And my bandmates were like, "What? What?" That was it. I quit, right? And then they went out to they went up to New York because that's where the um where they were doing rehearsals. And I get this phone call 2 days later and it's my bass player. And she's like, "Get your ass on the train. They want you back." <laughs> I'm like, "What?" She's like, "They can't hire somebody quick enough to learn the stuff that you did." She's like, "You just better get on the train tonight." <laughs> And I was like, "Okay." And so I quit my job. <laughs> I told my friend, "Tell tell my my teachers that I'm not going to be coming back to school for a while." <laughs> And I did the overnight train to to New York. And I was awesome. like, "Damn." I'm telling you. And that's in that takes us to our next topic is avoiding stress, staying healthy <laughs> mentally and physically. Damn, man. Stay away yes. from the BS. Plain and simple. <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, what do you guys what do you do like 
What do you guys do? Well, I, I mean, definitely, Cole, you're right. Stay away from the BS. Like for me, I know my limits because um, I'm still working on me as everyone is. You know, like Michelle Obama says, I'm becoming. I'm becoming to where I'm trying to work on my best, you know, quick temper because after a while, I take a lot in. But after a while, when you finally say something in these instances, oh my goodness, you're crazy. No, I'm not crazy. I've been dealing with this for months and now I'm saying something. <laughs> but, you know, mm-hmm. but the thing is, I try to avoid that. If, um, like I say, I give people a chance to show me who they are. But, I mean, it really doesn't take that long. You know, it's, it's you just keep stabbing yourself with the same knife after a while. So when you find out who that person is, especially if it's someone you, that you admire, that you love, family, friends, associates, co-workers, whatever, you have to back away for your peace of, for your peace of mind. Because after a while, even if you're in that instance, even if it's a job that you enjoy, say you're gigging, say you're touring, that can make that time a hardship for you. And you won't even get to enjoy it because you're thinking about the person who's taking that joy away from what you love. So always uh, lean towards your peace and your happiness and everything else around that and sort of, you know, blossoming, elevate to where you are. Mm-hmm. That's be- that's beautiful. Thank you. You got anything to say about that, Sean? Mm-hmm. Or add to? Uh, well, me with stress, I don't know why my boyfriend called me a little stress ball, but <laughs> I, yeah, he does call me a big ball of stress. <laughs> um, I usually like be in my room, candles, aromatherapy, um, and just, you know, deep breathing, meditating. I usually meditate. Um, I put that in my schedule, especially when I wake up and before I go to bed. And I also have my anxiety pills on deck just in case. Mm-hmm. And just be in the room. If I just want to scream, I just like being like an like an outside area and just scream sometimes because it's like there's a time I want to like break down and just scream just to get all this stuff inside of me out because I don't like anything that followed mm-hmm. up on me anymore and I'm still working on that because holding my feelings and everything and also. I, okay, I have to say, sometimes we be stressing out, we be sexually frustrated, okay? <laughs> I have to say, if you have your significant other, and get that out the way, because sometimes it does, it does ease stress. I just, I just read an article about that. That does, deals with um, girl, stress. preach, girl, <laughs> preach. <laughs> that, that's awesome. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I had to get that. I had to get that out because I, I, it, it just happened recently, and I was like, we, we were both um, yeah. frustrated. Yeah. <laughs> we were both frustrated. We were in the family, busy at work. I'm like, I'm stressed out. I'm tense. I've been tense for the past few days. We haven't done anything. <laughs> that's <awesome. laughs> yeah, that's that's always a great uh, stress killer right there. Yeah, I mean, it's it's sometimes it's really hard, like to um, look really hard. Yeah, oh lord, <laughs> this is this has been sent to another podcast. How Sorry, that was fine. That is fine. Go ahead. Anything you uh, have, help the people. Um, help the people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, but you know, with social media today, I think Nicole said just stay away from the bs or just try not to ignore it just really ignore it because you got a lot of, got a lot of stuff going on social media that people are just getting 
getting too involved politically, religiously, even against another person or even a musician going after another musician trying to blackball each other and people just getting in on that. Life is short. Mm -hmm. I mean, when you're young, you don't think that, but I think everybody's thinking that now because a lot of people are just dying. They are, (laughs) younger and younger. So, I mean, really the only way to just avoid it is just to stay out of it and have a lot of sex. And by by all means, log off sometimes. You you, you get involved in other people's lives and your your life is a wreck. People stunt and put on for the gram, okay? Do not believe every post. Do not believe every picture. Log mm-hmm. off and work on yourself. That is also mm-hmm. a stress reliever. <laughs> yeah, always be on the vacation yeah. away yeah. social media. And, and even like, even with social media, like getting into the posting, even getting involved in stuff like that, just to like get other people to stress out with you, I just mm-hmm. think is just something that is just not a good thing. And it also doesn't look good on you as a musician because people are looking at you. So I think this was great. I hope people find it very useful. This was a good one, uh, guys. Yeah, this is a good one. Yeah. Despite all the crap we had to deal with Shore now. <laughs> oh my goodness. That, that's uh, that's being edited out. Sorry. They're building houses in the background. <laughs> I know. She's got she's got the breeze. The breeze happening. Are you having sex? Yes, it is. Oh my lord! I'm not cutting this out. I'm not editing that out. I don't do that. (laughs) I hope it okay. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Right. So yeah, that concludes another episode of Fret Sisters presents. Can I talk between frets? Um, Fret tea talk, or we talked a lot of tea. We didn't mention names though. Well, I kind of did, but that's okay. <laughs> My stuff happened millions of years ago. <laughs> I'll so. drop names in the comments. Just look right. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Like, let's start some stress. Yeah, like, hit, that, hit that sister button. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I guess we'll just conclude. You know, with social media, everybody plugs, mm-hmm. shout outs, whatever. Shout out to our our founder, our sister founder, Autumn I'm Rose. What am I? Yeah, Autumn Rose. <laughs> look. <laughs> I'm thinking about the, the podcast. Um, there are two Rose. roses, people. I'm LaCole Rose. There's an Autumn Rose. No relation for any future. Reference. No relation, right? No relation. So yeah, so plug yourself. Um, y'all can find me on IG, um, Storm Music Official, and um, Facebook and Twitter be like Storm Music. Um, follow me on YouTube. Um, YouTube.com slash Mickey92685. Um, I am putting more videos up. Um, just check out my music video. And and you got an EP coming up soon, right? Uh, yes. Um, Reinvention um, will be in on my birthday, September Woo-woo. 26th. Woo-woo. And uh, and you, Nicole? Where can uh, we you can reach you? me at Nicole Rose Music on Instagram and I haven't got a YouTube page yet, but I will get on that. So, yay! Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and I'm Jenny Jam, and you can reach me on Instagram and YouTube, Jenny Jam. That's G E N N Y, not J. And pretty much when this podcast airs, I already have my single out, Echo, <laughs> featuring Tiffany. Tiffany. <laughs> Echo featuring Tiffany Lloyd, but that'll that'll be out. Music, ladies. Yay! So we hope you have a great day or night or whatever time it is while you're listening to this. So see you next time. Later.
Later. Hello, good people. This is LaCole Rose. If you'd like to be featured on one of our Between Frets podcasts, you can email us at fretsistersmusic at gmail.com or you can DM us at fretsisters on Instagram. We would love to hear about your musical journey. And as always, thank you for listening.